Today is June 23rd, and the Yankees have just taken three out of four from the Houston Astros. A lot of good baseball. Stan got going. Judge made his return. Paxton started. Tanaka started. We had a bad half start. We had a lot to talk about. Cameron Mabin got hurt. The London trip's coming up. We're five games in first place. We just took three out of four from the Astros. Let's talk Yanks. What is up, everybody? Thank you for clicking play, hanging out with Jake and I today as we talk some Yanks. They took three out of four. They lost the last game, today's game, but I am not going to let that bother me because taking three out of four was the was the reasonable goal. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. I have my co-host Jake. He's wearing a cutoff Talking Yanks tee, cut the tee off, so it's really just kind of a fat eye, I would guess. There's no tee to call it. me. He's coming to you from Denver, Colorado. Just flew back. He was spent his weekend in Vegas. He's transplanted Yankee fan originally from Connecticut. In this episode, Jake, let's get this out of the way. You know why I shouldn't say that? Let's give them their due right away. I'll say there that. you go. <laughs> there you go. Let's <laughs> get this over with. Let's give them their due. Well, we have a lot. We have a lot of uh, people that are sponsoring this episode of Talking Yanks, and we appreciate it. Evan Hutchins. He Hutch. He Hutch. I was going to go Ev Hutch. Ev Hutch. Zachary Mangold. Any relation to Nick or Nick Mangold's sister? Holly. Say her name. Holly Mangold. I once watched Nick Mangold eat cheese. So, Zach, if you're related, I once filmed, I was part of a film crew that filmed your brother potentially eat cheese in San Francisco. Brad Morgan. Brad Morgan. That's kind of a nice Ooh. nice nice two, basic name. Two first names. Yeah. I wonder concerned. if he ever met a girl named Morgan Brad, I think they have to make out. Yeah. You have to get married. That's it. Something. It's you life. can't just be like, wow, isn't that neat? No. It, you have to do something. You just walk away and that is your life. Yeah. You, you, Pick up a hobby like scuba diving, and you're just like, we're Brad Morgan, Morgan Brad. Mm -hmm. Alex Becker, same rules apply if uh, they meet a Becker Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Daniel Gomes, D. Gomes. D. Gomes, that's not bad. Justin Meehan. Meehan, you think it's Meehan? Mian, I I've I grew up with a Mian. I I never known how to pronounce that properly. I feel like I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong. Well, letters. like it, Sheehan is the same ending, E E H A N, and I know Mian? that Sheehan are, but Mian, it sounds like it could be Mehan, and I don't, I'm getting it wrong. Meham, Meham, yeah, Rumham, Connor Anderson, two N's, two O's, nice. Mr. Anderson, Derek Fern, Matt it sounds Mc- Fern. Yeah, it sounds good. Derek Fern, only one R. Always words me out when they do two R's. 
Matt McFly. There's a poet I like who's Derek. His name is Derek with two R's. And I'm like, that's so unnecessary. Matt McFly. I think this is a fake Mick. You think we got a fake McFly coming in? Yeah, McFly, that's too fun. Unless this is Joe's cousin. Yeah, it could be part of the McFly gang. Yeah. Mitch Wright? Mitch what? Mitch Wright. Mitch Wright. Devin Fox? Devin, do you know that uh, in Australia, baloney is called Devin? There you go. Fun fact about your name you may not have known. Tom Sweeto. S-Z-S-Z-W-E. Tom, you won fun, most fun last name of the episode. Here we go, Sweeto. Little bingo, kid. Little bingo, kid. Go the other way with it. How funny is baseball like talk like that? Like, like baseball chatter? Yeah. All right, now, only if you love it, only if you love it, only if you love it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like like you get broken when you go on a baseball field. Your brain just turns into like a repetitive ball of mush. You get unlimited sayings. (laughs) Good eye, kid. Good eye, kid. Here we go. Pop one, pop one. (laughs) Ripping and ripping now. (laughs) They should, baseball speak is ridiculous. Jack Feldman and our buddy Nick Bubak. From Nebraska. All right. Those are our most recent Patreon supporters and subscribers. $2 a month. Patreon.com slash Talking Yanks. Do so much for us. We really appreciate it. You get access to the live video. There's some people watching right now. You can chat with us after the show or during the show. You get the video access whenever. There are some other perks. I actually, we filmed a bunch of stuff, Jake, that I need to edit and get out there for the Patreons. Uh, and, and, and you get the chance to win two jerseys every month. The May winner will be announced, or the two finalists will be announced at the at the back end of this show for the Edwin Encarnacion home run call. Uh, we will do that at the back end of this show. So go to patreon.com slash talking next if you want to help us out. Endeth the Patreon talk. Jake, where's your headspace at? I know you had a long weekend in Vegas. How you doing? Jimmy James John Boy. I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Um, I, my body's in one piece. I mean, I... Uh, I don't know. I think I did. I think I did all right. I didn't have a ton of money to lose, um, so that's good. Um, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty positive spin zone. Um, and yeah, man, we 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 kind of did things right now. Now that I've been to Vegas before, forty eight hours. Um, I'm running on fumes. I I stayed up all night. Got the six a.m. flight back home. Um, so excited to be back home. And when I wasn't, I, I was sleeping on a floor, um, in fact. So, um, but I, I'm good, man. Um, and I, I just think it's funny, you know, obviously the holder haters are out. The hap haters are out. Um, we're playing so awesome. Uh, people are getting desperate for something to be mad at. Um, it, it's a good time to be a Yankees fan. And, and what if I told you Thursday that we won the first three games and we were going to lose the Verlander game, you take that nine out of ten times, you know? Yeah, there's there are some thoughts to be had about this game that aren't just whatever it happens, but we'll, we'll right. I'll save them for when they get there. But on the, on the but, most part, like, if anyone's upset uh, about this series, about this homestand, you, you're lying to yourself because it was seven games against the Rays, and the Astros, and they won six of them. 
Our, our arguably I mean, our two yeah, biggest competitors in the AL currently. Yeah, and the Rays lost today. I think I don't. And the Reds. I saw people saying this, and it, it doesn't alter my mood. But a lot of people are scoreboard watching already. So those guys lost. Yeah, I know. I know. Yo, we I saw we that we're five up, Jake. I didn't know yeah. we were five. I thought I thought the Rays were one behind or something. But I guess we did sweep them. I saw At we the were start of the week. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea we were five up. I saw that today, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I I think I I want to take a step back because I want to I I started with a little negative town because I'm essentially going to try to not go there the rest of the episode because uh, we're doing incredible things and I know we're not huge standing guys but we we just cruise through our two toughest competitors in the AL right now and we do have you know a five game lead on Tampa and eight on Boston. More than midway through June. I mean, it's going to be July first when next next blink blink right now. Um, I just blinked. Five five game lead is nice. It doesn't mean anything at th- at this stage. It means we got a good head start. Like that's I had a, it, th- that's not the biggest security blanket. It's nice. I had a cool moment. You had a cool moment. What was it? Talking Yanks fan recognized me in the pool at Vegas. Yeah. What was their name? Shout him out. Gerald, uh, my man. Um, and it was actually, it was really funny. Like, everyone executed everything perfectly. Like, he came up, and he's like, hey, man, talking Yanks, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, what's up? Um, and it was, like, early. It was before the party kind of took off. And he's like, oh, dude, love your guys' stuff. He's like, I'm not a Patreon. I'm sorry. I'm like, You're good, man. Um, and then uh, it was kind of, it was definitely the quiet before the storm in the pool and then I went over, and they were doing like a, a double date type thing, couples weekend, I guess. And so I went over there, and and you could see that they were confused. They were like, "Why is Gerald talking to that guy?" Um, and I went over, and he was like, "Guys, this is Jake." And they were like, "No way!" Like Ger- Gerald mentioned it in passing two hours ago, and we're like, "We're never gonna see Jake in Vegas. Like it's a big city." And so we had a good laugh over that, and then the pool party took off, and it was like, hey. And my Oklahoma buddies thought I was really cool because someone recognized me in the pool of Vegas. So that was my cool talking Yanks moment. That w- that w- did, did we say that when we went to Austin? Like as soon as we got to Austin, someone walked up and said, like, talking Yanks, as, as soon as we got with our friends, and they were like, what? Yeah. You guys get recognized? And I was like, no, we don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't. That was fucking bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, like so Austin, it was, Texas. It was, yeah, it but was, if you it do see us bit... somewhere weird, come say hi. It's always cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested to see my emotions throughout the show, just because um, you know I've got the post Vegas going on. I've got in the background is the golf tournament, which is in Connecticut this week. You know, been been there a few times. The Travelers. Um, so we'll we'll see if any of the weird post Vegas emotions come out. But I'm. I'm generally well, question mark. As well as you can be. Right. Right, right, right. How's your weekend going, buddy? Good. I haven't really done anything like weekendly. Like I've been playing disc golf or Katie and I went on like date day. I haven't done anything. There was the big food food truck festival in Lavalette. Okay. But Gabe Kapler got ejected right as I was about to go. And I said that that was a priority over food trucks. So I made the Gabe Kapler video because I wanted to rush to get it out to everyone, Jake. And then YouTube blocked it for five hours. So it didn't even fucking matter. Damn, Daniel. Um, and yeah, I, hey, 
I was going to say first time seeing your face. I did the pregame show a little zonked out at the airport. Um, congrats. 100K followers on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's nuts, crazy. man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. The YouTube crowd is super nice. Like, I thought that you always think YouTube commenters are like a cesspool. Right. Of like just like, you know, anonymous mean people. The the people that are like I posted a video. It's nine minutes of me sitting on my couch rambling, saying thank you very much for su- subscribing. <laughs> and the comments below it are maybe the nicest thing. I think like my mom and dad probably read them and cried. Like they're just the nicest people. So I'm really appreciative. So yeah, if you yeah, want to, thanks if, everyone. If you want to see the what's becoming the second part of our venture, talking Yanks is is and will be the main thing. But these breakdown videos I do on YouTube are again pretty pretty big. So that's cool. There's rumors about an MLB podcast in the works, Jim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing as much as four times a week like Talking Yanks, but no, Talking Yanks is is the baby. Let's get into it. You ready to burn game one? We got four games to burn. Let's get it. All right, here we go. On your mark, get set, cough it out, burn. Game one, Chester. Chad and Nestor as the opener slash bulker as there's a Framber alert in the Bronx as the Strohs come into town. Framber on the mound for Houston. Scoreless until bottom four. Release the Kraken. Solo shot for Gary. A baby glaby bomb. Three-run deal. And rip your hearts out with the DJ LeMahieu two-run shot as the Yankees post another luciferous six-run inning. (laughs) Chester was great until the rain gave up a couple yabos. Houston ends up putting up a six spot in this game, but the Yanks would land at 10, Jim, with a Cameron Mabin RBI double, because duh, and then parrot time, parrot time, home run Edwin, Chad to Nestor to Canely to Hale to Chapman. Yanks take game one, 10-6. Man, I for, I kind of forgot about this game. It feels like so long ago. But you're right. It was DJ homered, Edwin homered, Gary homered, Glaber homered, and Judge was coming back the next day. It was like, oh my God, what are we? What do we have here? Yeah, the uh, the pop was ready to top off. Did I say that right? The top was ready to pop off. The pop was ready to top off. The pop was ready to top off. Is the pop was ready? So we'll yeah, you had come it. off the car. Um, <laughs> you had it. Uh, Chester. Valdez. Chester yeah. gives us five innings pitch, two earned runs. And two of those runs came after rain delay, which, you know, you can't blame. Can't blame Chester for that. And I want to say, was it with two outs? I feel like he walked the ninth hitter or something and then brought Bregman up. Or maybe he threw Mar- Marisnik a meatball. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. It was two. It was two. It was... Uh, it was two outs and then two solo home runs. Right. One on a 3-2 pitch to Marisnik, which I think, yeah, he's just throwing down the middle. And then a 1-1 pitch to Bregman. Bregman hit out. Uh, two solo shots and then a ground out to end it. That's uh, that's right. He went he went down 3-0 to Marisnik, and then he worked it to 3-2, and then he hit a home run on the 3-2 pitch. Bregman comes up next, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hey, if you're uh, – I. I mean, it's the goal is to be a little better, but hey, five, five innings, two runs from Chester. That's kind of what we're signed up for, right? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Nestor did go three innings, two earned runs, which isn't great on its own, but they're a package deal. 
So we can have fun calling him Patrick Yell. Chad Green, yeah. though. Like, I'm, I, he, I love Chad Green, the opener. If Herman, uh, which Herman is coming back, and there's a lot of roster stuff we kind of got to get into, uh, I'd, I'd use Chad as an opener for Her- Herman. Like, if, 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 that, if Herman comes back and he's going to get innings, he's on an innings limit already. This is kind of early to get into this conversation. But Chad opened this game, and if you're telling me that Herman's coming back, I'd, I'd rather, I still want Chad to Herman. I mean, sorry, yeah. Nestor, you've been pretty good, but I think Herman's ceiling is way higher, and I think that helps Herman out a lot. So I, I don't want Chad the opener to leave us yet. Yeah, and if we can, um, I mean, if we can even dial up Domingo, knowing knowing that he doesn't have to go six, seven innings, if he knows he's going three or four, I mean, we might see even a another level from Domingo with which Chad. I mean, that's uh, if if we saw the Domingo we saw earlier in the year. And we see the Chad Green we see now. I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but if there was, if those two guys are right, you almost feel comfortable going into like a playoff game with that if they're right. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of nutty. It is a little. It's different. It's different. Yeah. This I did a breakdown of this inning actually because the rain delay was hilarious. So they showed the radar on the map, and there was pockets everywhere. So the first pocket hit, and what's our what's our ground? Daniel Cum- Danny Cum- Cunningham, I think that's his name, our grounds guy. So he runs out to the ump, and I was reading their lips, and he's like, no, this is going to pass. We've got to play through this. I'm like, okay. Gary had already hit a solo shot. Framber's on the mound. G hits a double, which I said in the pregame show. Edwin walks, and now... They like after the walk, they're like, yo, his hand's slipping. The ump runs to Danny Cunningham. He's like, what's going on? Cunningham's like, play through it. There's going to be, there, this is a small one. Then there's a pocket. And then the big one comes. And he's like, okay, we're going to play through it. First pitch to Glaber. He's like, I just walked the other guy because my hand's slipping in the rain. Let me throw a get me over fastball. Glaber crushes it for a home run. Then, uh, then Didi's at bat as a ground out, but it's pouring, man. Like, Pouring, pouring rain. Yeah. Cameron Mabin comes up and walks because Framber can't throw a fucking pitch. They break again. They're like, dude, you sure we play through this? And Cunningham's like, yeah, play through this. So shout out to Cunningham. And then he's like, all right, well, let's fix the mound then. They fix the mound. They bring in a new they bring in a new pitcher, Davinsky. And uh, actually, they fix the mound mid-Cameron Mabin, I bet. Bring in a new pitcher, Davinsky. Uh, he, he gives up a home run to DJ LeMahieu. Another two runs, six run inning. At this point, Jake, the Yankees had six runs every six innings. So the game before this, the last game versus the Rays, six runs in the first inning, six innings later, they scored six runs, and then six innings later, they scored six runs. Someone tweeted at me. I was like, that's a fun pattern. And, man, I'm not going to toot my own horn super hard, but I – you know, I, I was kind of reaching in my burns at the final game with the Rays. I mentioned something about uh, the Yanks being devilish with the six runs, and then they go six, 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 six innings apart, and you're like, all right, what what Cashman? What did Cashman do? Sure, um, got Edwin and Carnacion for nothing. Are we, is this what is this? Are these still part of Luke Voigt's sins we're paying for? <laughs> um, I don't know if you heard. I said luciferous in there. Does that sound like a word? Not really, like Lucifer. Yeah, like if someone's acting evil, maybe like if a dog's acting up, you'd be like, wow, they're being real luciferous today. People would get it. Okay, 
I'll work it in. All right, yeah. So that was a big inning, and then Nestor comes back after the rain. Then they go in a real rain delay. It's like half hour. It's something short. Nestor comes back. Yeah. He lives up two home runs. And then from there, we went to the bit. We went to Hale yeah. for three innings. And then the big decision came, probably the biggest decision that we've anticipated yet. Do they DFA Cameron Maben, who had a double and some RBIs in this game? Do they send Hale down? Because he just threw a ton of bullets. Well, they can't send Hale down. They would have to DFA him, but they've DFA'd Hale like five times in the last two seasons anyway. Or do they DFA Sessa? Or do they simply send Nestor down because he threw a lot of bullets? Do they send uh, Holder down because he needs to be sent down at some point? Well, <laughs> Bad. they sent Nestor down, Jake. And he's already back up. This already didn't matter because Cameron Maven gets hurt the next game. But it was a very anticipate. There's a lot of anticipation on this decision. Yeah, I mean, a two things. I think you and I are both saying like, "Wow, it's nuts that that conversation was three days ago." <laughs> that seems that seems like a week and a half ago. Um, and then, man, it's 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 corny, and it's sometimes it's a cop out. But the reason why is it's normally right. These things figure themselves out. I mean, we figured itself uh, out mean, one day late. What? Yeah, I know, right? Imagine, um, but like, we should say the Yankees did the right thing by keeping Mabin. And I mean, he was holding them hostage. Would have been saying that. So like, there, there was yeah. almost no chance they could let him go or DFM. But they did. They they did the right thing. So good job by that by keeping the four man bench, which they hate doing. Yeah. But he's such an asset right now, and this actually helps them so much that he got hurt. Like. That's a tough thing to say. Yeah, it sounds messed up, but... No, now they get their three-man bench, and they keep Cameron Maben, and by the time he's healthy, someone else will be dinged up. Yeah, it's um, it, it, it really is crazy how these things figure themselves out over time. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see uh, the injury timeline on Cameron Maben, how it starts playing out. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, I, like, let's be honest. Everyone knows what's up. <laughs> like, like Cameron knows he wants to be a part of this team. He thinks they're doing something special. He knows he can be an asset, but he also knows how they how they want to go in with their roster and how they want to do everything. So I I think it'll be interesting. I think we're gonna see him rehab for a little while, and if there's a spot for him, he'll come back immediately or if a spot opens up <laughs> the rehab might pick up or they might try to stretch out that rehab when the time is right so um uh get better Cameron Maven because you were playing the best baseball ever he said he'll be back he said southerners heal faster I think it was in Coley Harvey's article <laughs> he said southerner southern boys heal faster yeah that's I mean that's facts a lot more sun that's why I don't heal yeah you're a northern boy you bruised for years Damn. Yeah, it's a tough break. That was going to say something else. Oh, I, this isn't a really a conversation I want to have. I just think thought about it for the first time in like two weeks. And Sure. Tulo just left. <laughs> they were just like, go, just home. Went, go home. Just went home. Like the last time they asked Boone for an update, I think it was like a week ago. They were like, what's going on yeah. with Tulo? And he was like, yeah, he's at home right now, you know, just figuring it out and i was like so he's not part of the yankees organization anymore like i i think like he's not i have no idea what's going on with tulo no i'm i i'm guessing he's still not healthy and when dd beat him back it was just kind of like hey man if a wave of injuries happens 
you might have a chance, but otherwise, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to, maybe this is super rude, but I, they said he was, like, going to spend time with his family. I mean, maybe it, it could it even be as bad as, like, <laughs> dude might be thinking about retiring because he's just making straight bank and he's a shell of the player he used to be. I don't know. That's that's <laughs> kind of weird speculation from me saying that, but, yeah, he's not a part of the team. <laughs> and then Ellsbury. Yeah. Brian Hoke with the good tweet at us. <laughs> at us? That was, yeah, I think he tweeted at Talking Yanks. I, I, it was either Thursday or Friday night, and he was like, can I, can I revoke myself taking the over on one game played for Jacoby Ellsbury <laughs> this year? I took the under uh, on one game played, and it's, yeah. it's was the smartest thing in the world. Yeah, well, you, I, you I, were on it, man. I fully think that. I mean, I, I fully think Ellsbury is like no interest in playing back. Like he's retired, and they're just playing out this contract, and there's a handshake deal for it. I mean, like, it, the part that's nuts is that's, like, easily option A. <laughs> that's the option that makes the most sense. Which makes which, which makes that time in spring training when Ellsbury showed up and just had a catch with, like, the 90-year-old trainer. Oh so funny. Like, yo, the insurance company's coming. This week, Ellsbury, so we just need you to come pretend like you're trying to play. They're checking things out. Have okay. a catch. Do you still even like playing catch? No, dude. He, he he lives at his house with his kids and his brother-in-law, and his brother-in-law and him play golf every day, and that's it. He wears a disguise so the insurance company can't find out. Good disguise. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Let's go on the game two. Are you ready Game for that? Game two, then? I think Game so. Game two, then. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Oh, Canada. James Paxton versus Brad as he was peacocking around the bump. 11 Ks for him on the day. Holy Toledo. But, James... Paxton was just a little bit better. Five innings pitch, one earned run, seven Ks. So who would bring it for the Bombers? Mama, there goes that man again. He is Gary. He is unbelievable. 481 feet. Slap me silly. Wow. And then when you need insurance runs, Jim, like a good neighbor, Glaber is there. 4-1 Yanks after seven. That would end up being your final as the four horsemen out of the bullpen do their job. Paxton to Vino to Canely to Britton to Chapman. Yanks win. Yanks win. This was a good game, Jake. This was, so the first game versus the Astros, afterwards we talked about and we were like, that was kind of a bummer because they won so easily. 6 nothing at one point. We were like, I was expecting like, you know, intense edge of your seat baseball. We got it on Friday. Right. Judge made his return. Paxton had a nice outing. The bullpens were in pressure situations. Like this was... This was a fun game, nice game. Judge makes his return, like I said. Uh, we said in the pregame show that if Paxton had a 1-2-3 inning in the first and then Judge was leading off, the energy was going to be crazy. It was Friday night. Uh, this was a fun one. And then, I mean, the Gary and Glaber show just rages on, which is getting ridiculous. Yeah, and I... I mean, we uh, we talk about some different different mo. I I was gonna try to come in as hot takey as I could and be like, when Paxton popped out Bregman to start the game, that's when it was over. Um, that's not really true, but um, 
Yeah, man. I mean, the judge, Aaron Judge is back, Jim. It's crazy. He's playing right field for the Yankees. Oh, yeah. I owe an apology to, to Boone. Remember Taking I, A cuts. Remember when, I told, yeah. remember when I told Boone he shouldn't have said Judge will be back by the next homestand and he'll be ready for London? And I said, no way. I was yeah. wrong. I was wrong. I mean, we at at the time I theorized that MLB was just trying to hype up the Lo- the London trip more, and that made more sense than Judge coming back and playing baseball, to be honest. But uh, uh, he's back, and that's awesome. And we saw him in the in the leadoff spot, James. Um, yeah, which I was fine with. I liked this lineup. I feel, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, it's going to be very hard for me to dislike a lineup if this is if these are the eleven guys we get to choose from. Right, that's a that's also a very good point. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think what else do we have from this. We've got Glaber, the G's, Glaber, Gary, bombs, um, Peacock with a lot of strikeouts. I don't know. Um, well, Cameron Maven did get hurt, but he had a single ahead of Gary. And who who got on ahead of Glaber? It was Gardner. Gardner double ahead of Glaber. Yeah. So I mean that's uh and that's that's what you kind of opened up about this game with. I mean the the knob was turned up a little bit. I I wouldn't say playoff baseball, but Friday night Judge comes back, Yankees Houston. Um and yeah, I mean pa- Paxton had to work a little bit. You only get the 5 out of them, but when the four horsemen are rested and ready to go, yeah. Paxton was really fun. Remember two starts ago, I was like, dude, who was that guy? He had zero energy, like no fight or anything. It was versus yeah. the, was it the Rays? Um, no, it was the Mets. It was the Mets. Yes. It was the Mets. And then t- this game, like he walked two batters, and then he struck out the side, and he was fired up, man. Then there, were, I think there was a double play behind him or some good glove work, and he was fired up excited and uh like uh, intense it was like yeah. dude be this guy every outing like you it seems to me that paxton needs to be like he needs to be in that mindset and it's almost like um like like white men can't jump like uh in the zone and my dad when i would play like uh, ice hockey he would be like, you're not in the zone. Like, you're too relaxed. And they like, try to, like, get me angry. Or, or some people need to get angry. Some need right. people need to listen to music. I always had to have a catchy song in my head. Like, uh, Paxton, whatever gets him to that place of, like, it seems anger, we need him there. And he needs to get there. They actually, the Yankees have, like, a crew that makes videos to put you in the right mindset before games. Right. Like, fix Paxton's. Make him this angry dude every time. Yeah, I think it's funny because normally if you say something like that about a player, you feel like if they're in a situation, if they're if you're playing a Wednesday getaway game at Detroit, you normally see a player try to manufacture energy somehow, um, whether it's a play or just something to motivate themselves. I think the funny part about what you just said is that Paxton, when he's not like angry energy Paxton it's like he's not searching for that he's just like oh yeah just a little more calm today <laughs> um so I I wonder if it if it literally is just big games like we mentioned this is Friday night at the stadium Houston um it, yeah I don't he does know. like playing at do? the stadium but 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 yeah and just to elaborate more like I I don't I think right now his stuff 
and results dictates his mood. But I think he needs to have his mood dictate his stuff and his results. I like that. Because I like it when he's angry. Running into guys. He was apologetic after he ran into, was that Reddick? I forget who it was. You won't like me when I'm angry. But yeah. I mean, Britain, Britain got into trouble. He, he got a ground out, then he completely lost the zone, and then there was that fantastic double play behind him. Really yep. good double play by Glaber and Didi. And then Chapman also walk um, and then hit a single, and there's two on with two out, you know, and we're in a close game there. Home run ties it. and Home run ties it, and they had that young fuck up. You're yeah, Alvarez. Alvarez. And I was getting flashbacks of uh, Devers. Devers. Yeah. yeah. But but he, he came through. Yanks win. No way they can lose a series now. They can at least uh, tie it. And, like, that was a nice, good, clean, crisp game. Yeah. All right, you ready for game three? I think so. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Wade, he's just being Miley versus Tanaka-san. And I think I went to Hakusan on Tanaka-san. Anyways, we are scoreless until bottom five. The most happy fella, Gio Urshela. Two-run walk in the park. Josh J.J. Reddick hits a layup for two. That locks it up at twos until G-Unit. Big G with a two-RBI single until, oh, no. Jonathan no holder today. Three-run shot. Yanks are down 5-4-6. But the Astros didn't even know, Jimmy. Rosho, baby. Game-tying home run from Austin Romine. Followed by retweet. Big G with a two-RBI single. Tank to Holder to Ottavino to Britain. Yankees win game three. Yankees win game three. This one wasn't as fun throughout, but still a good game. Um, a lot of that's baseball Susan in this game. Tanaka, yeah. six innings pitch, two earned runs. Happy with that line. Uh, Tanaka's really, I mean, his last start was a complete game shutout, but... Are people still worried about Tanaka? I know at one point we were like a smidge worried. Because um, um, he had gone five runs, four runs, five runs. He's got a 3-2-1 ERA on the year now, Jake. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of funny that we have a <laughs> we have a skewed view of Tanaka because to start the year he didn't have his splitter and that was a big conversation, but he was still pitching well. <laughs> so we, al- we almost didn't appreciate that he was pitching well to start the year because he didn't have his splitter. So now he had that rough patch and it was like, okay, where was his splitter? He's going through a rough patch. And now here, here we are a couple starts later and he's having a really nice year. 3-2-1 ERA in the season. It's pretty good. That's, uh, that's in a- those numbers are in a row too. 3-2-1, yeah. Countdown. Three, two, one. That. Let's talk about uh, the decision to bring Holder in. Now, yeah, 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 two-run yeah. game. Canely got used two times in a row, and Chapman got used two times in a row. So, per the Yankees' rules, those guys are unavailable. They have yet to use a reliever three times in a row. So, what are the options here? Up two runs. You have Ottavino available. You have Britton available. You want to give them the eight and the ninth. Tank went sixth. How do you get through the seventh? Now, Chad was up and warming in the ninth inning, so I guess he was available, but I do understand that they want to save Chad for opener Chad. 
if they if they need to do that, like that's their hope. So they try to squeeze Jonathan Holder into a two-run game. The problem is, Jake, here's my problem. It's versus the meat of their order. Marisnik, Altuve, Bregman, Brantley. Yeah. Jordan Alvarez. That's their mistake. You bring Adovino in for those dudes. Have him get Marisnik, Altuve, Bregman, uh, and then have him come back out for one more batter and face Brantley. Yeah. If if he if that's who's up the next inning, then try to squeeze some outs with Holder versus Alvarez, uh, Uriel, Reddick. But using yeah, Holder right away in a two-run game versus the meat of their lineup, it's it's a fool's errand. It's that's why I, I tweeted this and people agreed with me but didn't understand that they were agreeing with me, so they were wrong. Right. Holder, if you put Holder in, he's going to give up runs because Holder sucks. I'm not saying Holder doesn't suck right now. But when Boone says, hey, let's put in the guy that sucks, that's Boone's fault. Stop using right. him here. That's uh, It's it's kind of, n- not to bring him up just because it's a negative thing, but it's what we said about Clint Frazier's defense. Like, if if Clint Frazier made a bad play defensively, it got to the point where it wasn't on Clint, it's on the Yankees for putting him out there. Like, you know the result that's going to happen. Um, so, and that's kind of where we're at with Holder. Like, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And then, yeah, I mean, you see Chad get loose and you're like, <laughs> okay. Like, they need to make a more formal decision. Is Chad going to be a part of the bullpen, like, really, when he's not opening? Because um, right now it's kind of they're looking for, like, one game a week to get him an extra inning of burn and then using him as the opener again. Yeah. So I understand they were like in a tight spot, but I think there was a much better way to go about that and have Otto face the best hitters because Holder yep. Holder comes in, pop fly, line out, single single home run. Come on, man. Did they um? Did they say? Did Did anyone ask Boone about that after the game? It was not. It was on um, Fox. Oh, that's right. So there's not really any post game. Yes, doesn't do the post game coverage. Right, right, right. Did you listen to this game, or were you out? Oh, I was, I was lambasted. I was, I was checking the phone intermittently, but I was, was just grabbing different dudes in the pool for a while. Przinsky's bad for baseball. Right. I, I did. I saw you tweet that. What, what was he putting out? He was. Um, Yo, I I get so mad at the MLB because they have such a great sport and and they just from top down they bash it to people that have never seen it. Like I, I just had an article right. written about me in Fangraphs and I said like when the commissioner of baseball sends the message out that like our sport's too slow, we need to speed it up. Well, now I could go ask my 12-year-old cousin who's never watched a game of baseball in his life, what do you think about baseball? And he'd be like, "It's too slow." Oh, why do you think that? That's just what people say. Who says that? The commissioner of baseball. Yeah. How stupid is that? Yeah. Why would you send that message? So anyway, they have Przinsky doing this game, and I get that like WOBA isn't for everyone, and it doesn't need to be a household term. It does not. But Przinsky's laughing about it. I don't even know what WOBA is. What's that? And then he's like, and then he just kept making jokes laughing about like new age baseball and the statistics and it's this is you're trying to draw a younger crowd 
younger crowd likes the information and they like being smart fans. They don't being like the only thing that matters is hits. Like that's the 50 up crowd. You already have yeah. them or you've lost them, but you to he's just alienating the young crowd, which is what they need. It's it's so bad for baseball. I can't believe they give him a microphone. Yeah, they um a uh, I think you know when when we take over the commissioner commissioner job, just just go with the the power line. If you've got three hours for a football game, you got three hours for a baseball game. Um, they're the same speed, Jake. They're the same pace yeah. of play. But the uh, Roger Goodell has never come out and said our our game is slow. Like, there's 17 minutes of action in an NFL game. There's 15 minutes of action in a baseball game. The reason why it feels faster is because the NFL, the broadcasters, all about the interview. They just ran a run play. What are they going to run here? Well, have the broadcasters teach people how pitching works. And, oh, he just threw three curveballs. This guy's probably looking for a fastball now. Like, teach the game. Don't just bash yeah. the game. They bash their own game. They're a bunch of idiots. And I, uh, I, I, I saw this, I think it was at the end or the start of your tweet, um, and it was something I, <laughs> I, I said a couple years back, and I was I was blown away. AJ Pruszynski is one of the most hated baseball players to ever play the game <laughs> by why, fans, why does, by players and fans. By play- what? What? Why is he in any booth ever? Get him away. His own manager Ozzy Guillen was like, eh, I don't think anyone likes him. Uh, maybe his teammates like him, just because they're his teammates. Like, the guy was still hitting as a catcher, and teams weren't signing him because it wasn't worth it. Yeah. And, and this is the guy that we have broadcasting the game. Um, so there's that. All right. The coolest part about this game is Holder blows it and gives them the lead. Five to four. Gary has the day off. He's homered the last two games. Everyone's saying they're bringing in Ryan Presley, 0.81 ERA on the season. Just this this Houston team's faltering, but Presley has not been faltering yet. And up comes Austin Romine, and everyone I was live on Paris. Everyone's saying pinch hit Gary. Come on, like this is a no brainer. Bottom seven pinch hit Gary. Right. They do not pinch hit Gary, and Romy, my homie, goes deep to tie the game. He has a point two seven six slugging percentage, Jake, and he takes the point eight one earned average. Deep, short porch, but they didn't even know. That's, I mean, that's baseball, Susan. I mean, yeah, de- definition of baseball, Susan. Um, yeah, I mean, good, good for Romine. Again, I, I told you he had that one big game. He had his four RBI game, and I told you, like, if he doesn't hit the rest of the year, I'm still good with him being the backup catcher. He's, uh, he's swinging the stick a little. Good for Austin. The coolest part about this game is how much Judge and Stanton contributed. So Judge threw out uh, a base runner. I forget who it was trying to take the second base on him, which I don't even understand why you would do that. Like, this, like how is the scouting report? Like, don't do that. Judge just threw him out so easily. So Judge helps there. Stanton made a nice catch and left. Nice running catch. Stanton was so happy this game, Jake. Uh, the crowd was like ha- cheering him on. He made a nice catch and he could just see his face. Like he was so happy to contribute. He has the two RBIs early with two on, uh, no outs, two on, no outs, puts it in play, rockets it to third base, uh, off the catch, off the guy's glove, and then Judge has great base running to score from second. Right? So then come up way later after Romine hits his home run, 
we are still facing Presley. Now there's second and third, two outs. So two outs, runners in scoring position. This is something Stanton did terrible at last year. It was, I mean, it's it's the number one complaint, but the people that are complaining, sometimes they are annoying in their tone, but they are correct. He was terrible at it last year. He does yeah. the same exact thing. Rockets one. Hot shot to third. Judge, great base running again, scores. So Stan with the bat, Judge with the base running and the defense, Stan with the bat and the defense. Those two guys contributed a bunch without hitting a single home run. And Jimmy, no, it's so again, I was I, I was in the pool for most of this game telling everyone I was Calvin Harris's cousin that got his legs chopped off. But um I I watched the highlights afterwards. A the judge throw from right field is already like a signature thing, which A is cool. How casual just, he does it. Just just the casual wheel and deal. That's I mean, it's not Jeter with the jump throw from short, but like <laughs> the the judge casual throw out from right field is a thing. Um and it was funny, I I so the replay's loading and I'm I'm picturing it in my head and the camera I don't know if it was intentional or the timing of it, but they cut to Max Stassi uh turning the corner at first and he takes one like kind of stumble step and i'm like oh you're so me yeah you're the most me <laughs> like what are you thinking as soon as he uh, went it was like very obvious like oh you're gonna be thrown out and jimmy another i mean something that you and i are believers in that analytics will never be able to measure i mean jim this was the game was tied at twos uh houston had just tied it this would have been a runner on second um you know, a base hit would have given them the lead top six. Instead, you get the third out of the inning. Um, I mean, that's just, that's it's, huge. It's a really, really bad base running mistake. Like, yeah, I don't know if you blame the runner or how it developed, but scouting report, I don't know what, but it's really dumb. Yeah, um, I don't know. We saw uh, in today's game, we saw Tuve take the extra base. Um, it wasn't to was, judge in the corner. Right, 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 right. And hey, maybe... Maybe they had that mentality, like, well, let's let's see if he's really healthy, and then it's like, oh, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb. The Yankees wouldn't be playing him if he wasn't healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else was this game? I mean, so then, then after Holder, it was Ottavino, and then Britain. Uh, yeah, Tanaka to Holder to Ottavino. Because Britain had to close it out because Chapman had been used twice in a row. So the Yankees still... You're going to have to walk me through this. Britain had three walks? Dude, he just uh, completely, like, he did it. lost it. He did it the game before, too. And when the game was finally won, he wasn't happy. Romine had to kind of talk to him and calm him down. He, uh... Okay, so one was an intentional walk, so that's a little... Yeah, yeah. But it was the same thing. As the game before, it was a ground out and then two walks. Right. Um, which isn't, yeah. And then they intentionally, and then another ground out. Then they intentionally walked Chirinos to get to Tyler White. Who, like, poked a line drive to right field. It wasn't like yeah. he struck him out. Um, he, it was, uh, it was right at judge. But, like, you know, 10 feet either way, it might not. It might be a tie game. Yeah. So Britain, yeah, Britain was not happy, but whatever, job's done. Yeah, that's tough because uh, the two he walks Brantley and Alvarez, the two lefties. So that's got to be kind of a bad feeling too. But hey, got that dub, one three out of four. Yep. And then the fourth game, let's go into this one. Should be a fun burn. Verlander versus Hap. 
On your mark. Get set. Burn. Justin Verlander with Houston needing a win. What do you think will happen against Jay and the Yanks? Jimmy, top one. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. He goes yard. I guess I can root for Houston for one game. We won the series. I don't care. Brantley, RBI single. They ran it up on Happer. He gets crushed. Four innings, 11 hits, eight earned runs. Gives up three yabos. Yikes. Um, the Yanks tried to put a little bit of a rally together. We get a Mayhew bomb. Makes it 9-3. Judge, RBI grounded in the eighth. Jim, it was a blowout. The Yanks were down 9 nothing at one point. Verlander shoved. Enjoy your flight home. Enjoy your flight home. Yeah, this game's a bummer, right? Like, this was the... Uh, Andrew from Hell's Kitchen DM'd me, and he said he saw that this was the lowest odds the Yankees had to win a game all season, <laughs> which makes sense because Verlander's good, and Hap's, Hap's been... Very worrisome, but Altuve's been used. Altuve opens it up, opens it up one-one home run, one-one fastball yeah. home run. Uh, I don't know if it's a fastball, but yeah, Hap sucks. And then the bullpen's been used, and Verlander's on the bump, and it's like I would have just let Hap eat it. I mean, they took him out earlier than I would have. I would have let him empty your tank. Yeah, and I mean, shout shout out to Sessa who threw a lot of bullets. Um, yeah, you got Altuve got Hap on a slider, slide piece. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just you know, unacceptable. It, it's um, it sucks. Um, Hap's ERA skyrockets. Obviously, you give you give up an eight burger. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a concern. I mean, you can't can't do that, Jim. <laughs> no, and Verlander is Verlander. DJ did get him later on in the game, which was cool. I liked that. Yeah, and Judge Judge almost got him in the first. He uh, Verlander thought he punched him, um, and it was borderline pitch. Ump Ump let it ride, and then uh, Judge clipped one to right, but it it was just short. If if they got that, I think that obviously presents a much bigger different storyline for the game. Well, Hicks also um, took that two zero pitch, just yeah. missed the home run. I mean, who cares? Uh, decent signs. I will say about this game, Jake. Yeah. Old timers day, Jim. Happy old timers day. Old timers day was fun. I did a little breakdown of that. Mo, yeah. Mo doing everything. Big smiles. Turning double plays. Yeah. Catching balls in center field. You see your dude Bernie? Yeah. Being a weirdo. You like that? That's funny. He's his own. He's his own cat. He's like good footwork, man. Good, good. Get that softball throwing. Yeah, Just get it soft, back into the softball infield. Softball throw is funny. Anyway, here, here's the thing. Here, um, soon as Hap's bad, everyone likes to say we need to trade right now for pitching. We need to trade right now for pitching. No, we don't. We're up five games in the division. We just won eight in a row. One of those was a Hap start. Um, the pitching does not need to be like a great start every time through the rotation. We can allow, we can get by with four out of five. The offense is going to be a juggernaut. This was Verlander. So it's, you needed a really good start. Um, if you trade for a pitcher now, you're going to pay a higher price because you're bidding against yourself and they're just going to say, give me your best offer. Yeah. When you wait a little bit and other teams are involved, then 
they say, well, this is what the Twins gave us. Give us better than that. And we can probably do better than a lot of teams with our farm system without giving what we would have to give up when there's no one competing with the bid. So it's we will trade for a pitcher, but every time there's a bad outing, which is like this was one in the last nine games, we don't need to be screaming. You know, It needs to happen right now. But I am worried about Hat, and the signing does look bad right now. Yeah, and it, it really is. It I mean, it's frustrating, and I don't know how much we're going to talk about him when we get to awards, but... Like, it seems like Hap's been struggling. And in his last five starts before today, he's actually been really solid. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, he gets lit up today, and it just feels like you're back to square one with J-Hap, which, I don't know, maybe it's the age thing. Maybe it's just, maybe it's truly the eye test because he doesn't look good. Um, so, um, he, I, he, I don't know. He kind of blamed the scouting reports. Oh, wow. Eh, not really. Like I don't want to say that and people get mad at him. But he was like, I okay. think I was I think I was trying to compete without my stuff and next time I just need to compete with my stuff. He's like, I don't think I need to make changes. Um I think uh, you know, just trying to I was trying to pitch to the reports, which I don't think I need to do. So mm-hmm. I think he, he was trying to throw his off speed in situations that fit the scouting report for the Astros but he didn't throw him with conviction because that's not how he usually uses his off-speed and right. mi- pitch mix. Uh, so that's what he said. But he, but he was, it was very, like, over and over, like, I pitch bad. This is my fault. Like, I have to do better. Yeah. But there were hints of he pitched to the scouting report, and he, which he didn't agree with to start. Yeah, and you, you wonder how that all comes together. together. <laughs> um, Coney was all over it, and he was like, yeah, I mean, it, Hap's like he, he was getting ahead in counts, and he was, he was doing <laughs> – he was doing everything well pitching-wise except getting the guy out, yeah. so not pitching well. Yeah, and then you bring in Sessa, who gives up a home run to his first batter, and it's like, yep. But then Sessa's line's actually not bad, like four innings pitch, one yeah. run. But, yeah, again, how much are they really trying there? That's like when Sessa got two good innings versus the Rays last time and we were up 12-1, to one, it's like the Rays just want to get out of here, getaway day. Sessa's done this twice now. He's pitched in blowouts late innings on getaway day when no one has any interest in really putting together at bats anymore and it's making them look better and it don't fall for it. I'm not going to fall for it. Jimmy, that's some, that's some good, uh, sneaky advanced stats there. Louis says on getaway days. Yeah. See uh, analytics people. And I like the analytics, but the people that only, only, only like analytics, you can't find that on your scouting report. Sess is pitching in blowouts on getaway days when all the team wants to do is like, let's end this game. We've already won. I'm going to swing at first pitch fastballs. I'm going to chase a little bit, have some fun. That's what he's got six innings now of that. Yeah, I'm trying to. I was trying to get to his high, high, medium, and low leverage stats real quick. They're not a. Um, actually, his high leverage have has been is oddly, oddly good. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I like the theory. Yeah. All right, oh, dude, we're running so late, and we haven't even done awards. Four games set. A lot of news. Four games set. Let's get it. You want to go straight into awards? We got anything else in this game? Just kind of a bummer. 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 All right, here we go. We are moving on to awards. The first award we give out here on Talking Yanks is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And my pride, 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 pride of the Yankees is... Glaber Torres. Nice. This kid, 
just continues to remind me how young he is when he gets into the dugout and how old he is when he's in between the lines. Never Ooh, seen a nice, difference. Nice line, Jim. You know how you have like light switch guys? Um, like Tom Brady is like kind of like this like nerdy goober like dude off the field, but on the field he's this fierce competitor that's screaming and yelling. And off the field he's going on water slides and has dumb haircuts, you know, kisses his son on right. the lips and stuff like that. Mm. Glaber goes from a veteran 28 year old on the field to just the littlest of kid when he's in the dugout. Like when he's been getting his high fives after he hits home runs, it's honestly like he's uh, a 12 year old that got to play baseball with his 16 year old brother's friends. And he's like, Oh, you guys, thanks for thanks for them. You guys like that? Oh, this is awesome. And he's like so happy to get the respect from the older kids. It's cute as hell. But the double play really did it for me. I mean, the home runs are cool. Um, also love that he bucked that trend. You know, he's only playing good against the Orioles. Well, he just had some real good numbers versus the Rays and the Astros. Yeah, and he, um, man, when, when he cracks, when he cracks a big smile, it doesn't get much cuter than that on a baseball field, huh? Um, and Jim, I uh, I, I don't want to write the book on Glaber Torres because, like, you meant your opening line there. That was some Jack Curry shit, Jim. That was really good. <laughs> um, but uh, I I think after seeing Didi at short and know, knowing that Didi's still not in the full swing of things, I I like keeping Baby Glaby at second. Um, he he just feels a lot more in control there. Um. I, I don't I don't know why I'm going to a negative town, but uh he's he's awesome, dude. 283, 342. Um, and he is slugging he's slugging higher than Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah, five RBIs in this four game set. He only played three games. Uh three hits, two of them were home runs. The double play was huge and and clean, the glove and the flip. Did you see the replays of that? Yep. That was really nice. Um and yeah, I mean, it's just fun. It's just fun. Judge called him the future of the team. I really wanted to quote tweet that and say like, "Wow, Judge demanding a trade," but I knew that would that would not go over well. Yeah, but I thought it was funny. It's fun. Yeah, Judge wants out. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> wow. No interest in being the future of this team. So Glaber's my pride, Jake. Um, yeah, and his last, he's got. I mean, his last. I, this is not including this game, but in, in his last nine prior to this, in his last nine, not counting Sunday's game, uh, uh, three fifty-seven batting average, four home runs, 12 RBIs. That's good. Big week. I don't, and I don't know why I didn't include this one. I can, I can go one further, and it's three eighty-seven, five hundred OPP. Yeah. So, so what did what did Glaber do today, Jake? Baby Glaby today he four. went over for 4, yeah. Okay. Well then never mind. Okay. Who's your pride? Jimmy, my pride and I'm 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 taking a little bit of a chance because the uh these events happened while I was getting weird in the pool, but I'm going Giancarlo Stanton, baby. Um Giancarlo with the 4 RBIs on two singles. Um, rockets that both hit off the third baseman like that. Um, 
Jim, without those, what kind of podcasts are we really having today? Um, you and you and I would be saying multiple times, like, yes, the hap starts, hap start sucked. Yes, we split, but we still played so good this week. Be happy. We'd be like hammering away at that. And without those two singles, we're not doing that. And man, when he smokes a ball, it's still so cool. <laughs> like I, I, I've never seen that. That's what that's what you walk away seeing with some of Gene Carlos Stanton's singles. Like, oh, <laughs> I've never seen that before on a baseball field. He had played um, uh, before he came back from injury. He had played five games and had the two hardest hit balls in the MLB. It's nuts. It's nuts. And again, we we ignore and we get excited for Cameron Mabin. And, you know, how do we keep him on the roster? And, you know, they, hey, our Yanks are playing pretty good ball. When are we going to get a pitcher? The fact that we won so many games without him and Judge is insane. Um, he's back. And he, he also, I mean, his series stats end up looking pretty good, too. Five for 13, uh, 385, four ribbies. So, um, yeah, G-Unit. G G G Yoon. All right. Next up. Oh, I'm talking Yanks. We do. You Yankee motherfucker. Mm. Uh, this is I'm taking the easy one. I'll let you do what you want next, but I'm taking J Hap. Not even gonna call him J Hap. I'm gonna call him J A Hap. One, because that's Ooh. what I always call him. And that's what his name is. Wowzers. Bad. I didn't think he was gonna give us a, a win versus Verlander. You know what I mean? Right. But to just sink us right away. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, man. I don't need to talk about it anymore. Uh, he can redeem himself in the second half. There's so much season left. Yeah. There's so much season left. But he, he, was, the, he was the worst part about this series. Bar none. So he gets my motherfucker. Who's yours? Jim, my mother trucker, and I'm... I'll go Band-Aid mode. It's Jonathan Holder. I think it's the only yeah. other true option. Um, and, yeah, man, he's he's not right, and we, we can't be using him in high-leverage spots. Um, he he might have to go down to Scranton. Get get that Chad Green fix on. Work work on your mechanics, whatever's off, because um, he's bad right now. He, he comes in, and you expect bad things, and that's, that's not good, Jim. I know, big hot take there. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, Holder. Guess how many uh, motherfuckers Holder has now won? That'll be like four. Uh, he had one very early on. Second one on the Indian series, you gave it to him. Okay. His third one, uh, you gave it to him versus the Astros. Wow. You've given him all the motherfuckers. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, the... Well, the internet holds me out to be a holder defender um, just because I, I list some of his stats from last year. Um, I also like good baseball, and what he's doing right now is not good baseball. Jim, I, I want to circle back on Hap for a second because now it's it's just spinning around in my mind. Hap's last five starts before today, 28 innings, 3-5-4 ERA. But, like, in our, in our heads, J-Hap is, like, struggling, struggling. Is it just the J-Hap effect, or, well, or what's going on? What are on? the numbers on those games? Because, I mean, so he went, uh, so going back, I mean, almost a month. So this, I mean, we're talking about a month leading up to today. He goes six innings, three earned runs, 10 Ks against the Royals. He goes five innings, uh, five Ks, one earned run against the Red Sox. That was the game we were at, question mark. Um, Toronto, seven innings pitch, one earned run, 
four strikeouts. White Sox, so okay, White Sox was five innings, four runs. That's bad. And then the start, the start before this was five innings, two runs versus the Rays. That one didn't feel good. Right. It was like so this I, is I good get, enough, but I guess that makes more sense when when you say that that Rays game could have been a lot uglier. Then that's basically saying his past three starts have been bad. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, because the eye test says he's been really disappointing lately. Yeah. Oh yeah. And what happened in that Toronto series? Seven innings pitch, one earned run. He was back in Toronto, but like. That whole series felt shitty, so I don't know. Yeah, that's almost that's a. I think that was the getaway day. Toronto had already won the first two games, so that's our that's our getaway day Sessa theory. He was your pride of the Yankees that that series. I mean, we needed it. Yeah, we didn't want to get swept. Swept by the Blue Jays. Fire everyone! All right, you ready for regular old awards? Regular old awards. Yeah? I think so. What do you got? Uh, lock that dude up. Ooh. The Lock That Dude Up Award. Lock That Dude Up Award. Okay. Wow, I gave this guy an award last series, so now I feel dumb. DJ LeMahieu. Because he's a killer. Stone Cold killer. He's a killer. He's a sale killer. Maybe he's a Verlander killer. If Hap hadn't given up nine runs, we may be looking at that DJ home run and being like, holy shit, DJ's the sa- DJ's he-, he had two hits versus Verlander, and one of them was a home run. You know? If Hap yeah. turned, if Hap churned out a uh, six innings pitch, two earned runs, and that home run is the three run shot to give us the lead off Verlander, you can't really play this game, but shut up, we're playing it. And we might be saying, "Wow, DJ's the the Verlander killer in the in the handshake line, just like he was the Sale killer with his double and home run versus Sale." His numbers, the running in scoring position, are insane. Basically, just lock him up because he's here to rip your hearts out, and he's going to kill you. And Jimmy, um, well, a he's he's now three twenty two average, three seventy OBP. That's nuts. Um, starting off the lineup with this DJ LeMahieu, um, if we get Aaron Judge right and Gary Sanchez stays right, holy shit! <laughs> and I, you know, I'm not a big cussing guy, but. I mean, my God, if, if LeMahieu's hitting the ball around the park like he is, Judge can get into his OBP power threat ways, and, and Gary is scary. I mean, that's a, that's I'll, I'll take that top three versus, versus anyone's. You will, won't you? I will, won't I? Yeah. Okay, what's your first award? Jimmy, I am giving out the Here's Johnny Award. Wow. And it goes to such a coveted award, Jonathan Lasagna. Johnny Johnny Laza, he's rehabbing. Um, you know, let's let's get him right. No, Jim, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Rose Show, baby. How about a big game tying home run from Austin Romine? Um, and you're right, Jim. That that situation even makes it stand out even more that. Um, you know, uh, using Gary Sanchez, 
is was would have been kind of the right move there. Yeah, um, no one would have scoffed that, at it. Yeah, I mean that would if if <laughs> if everyone got like a one minute period to tweet, and Gary Sanchez was pinch hitting for Romine, everyone would be so stoked and excited and be like, "All right, Boone, finally making the right move." Uh, and what does Romine do? Um, I mean, it's kind of on the Astros because I, I mean they didn't even know. Um, and I, I just I think it's so funny. I mean, especially with you know Romine not playing a lot this year because Gary is insane. Um, you know, it's a lot of small sample size and stuff, but if, if you do his last month of games, which is about 10 games, um, he, he's doing Austin Romine stuff, 267 batting average. And, and Jim, again, we were uh, two weeks ago. I was, I was pretty concerned because when he was in the lineup and we had another guy slumping, we had just a, a gaping hole in our lineup and it seemed unacceptable now it's um all right, Romine, have have fun. You're back. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, my next award. Yes, is it is, and you're never gonna guess who this goes to, but it's okay. called a maple tree grows in the Bronx. Maple tree grows in the Bronx. Okay. Award. Is this one of those like anagrams where if you move around the letters it spells their names? Uh yeah, I mean, yeah, you got A M A P L E T R E E G R O W S I N T H E B R O N X. So mix those around, you'll get it. I got dizzy. Who who's it going to? A tree grows in Brooklyn, a maple tree grows in the Bronx. Because yeah. of the big maple. Yeah. James Poxton. You guys want to hear some numbers? Let's hear numbers, Jimmy. Let's hear those numbers, Jimmy. In seven starts in the Bronx, Paxton has a 2.10 ERA. Seven starts in the Bronx. 2.10 ERA. He has given up one home run. He has faced 139 batters in the band box. That is Yankee Stadium. And he has allowed one of those 139 batters to hit a home run. That's crazy, man. Eight earned yeah. runs in 34.1 innings pitched. 210 ERA. On the road, 596 ERA. Five home runs on the road. We are we worried about that? Uh, no, because I think the road games that have been bad were um, were in the beginning of the year. There was uh, the Houston one when he was tipping pitches, so I kind of don't even right. count that. And then there was one in Baltimore um, when he was. I don't know what. So that there's a Baltimore, and then there's a tipping pitches one, and those two kind of skew it. But how good he's doing in the Bronx is in in this park. A lefty is it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I also we talked about how we want him to be mean. I like that. Check this out, Jake. This would shock okay. people, I think. So in his last nine starts, what would you guess his ERA is? James Paxton's last nine starts. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Hey. And that includes one really bad start that he had versus the Mets that we didn't like. We didn't like that. We didn't like that. Yeah. 3.00214 batting average against nine starts. His first three include the two where one where he's tipping and that Baltimore one. But, I mean, there are some short starts in there because he was injured uh, and he came back and they only let him throw 60 pitches two games in a row after coming back from the knee injury. Uh, a lot of people out there acting like he's a bust. Uh, he, he's, I'm still pretty happy with him. Yeah. It seems we, like um, he. It seems like he does need to like find that mean streak and that consistency and stuff. But yeah, um, two ten ERA in in the stadium, three dot dot in his last nine starts. Good outing this series. Good stuff. Yeah, I think I think the what's holding people back from loving packs and it 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 just feels inconsistent. You know, it just you you. You don't know what you're going to get on a given day, which um, that's, I don't know. There's a big, there's a big comfort level when you do like when, when CC's in a groove and he's just giving you his, his five and one earned run or two earned runs. Like you can build your day off of that. Like right now with Paxton, we don't know if we're going to get <laughs> seven and he's just shoving the whole day or if he's going to struggle to get through five and we got to figure it out. The Yankees haven't had a pitch like that in so long. We had Luis Severino in 2017, and Luis Severino in the first half of 2018, where that entire stretch, Sevy's on the bump, we're getting an outing. Like, we're getting something that we are going to be yeah. able to win with and win kind of easily with. Paxton doesn't give us that yet. Maybe he'll get there eventually uh, for the rest of this, but... But, yeah, we... like. But even before Sevy, we'd never really had that for the last couple of years. But, yeah. yeah. Well, Maple Tree grows in the Bronx. Paxton, he's really going to enjoy that award. He's going to. That's uh, congratulations, James. Might put that on Both his locker. Of you. Might put that in the clubhouse on his locker. You guys know you that guys we have. It's we, uh, uh, pretty nuts. We make plaques, uh, all these awards, and we send them to the clubhouse. Oh, boy. Imagine if we did that. We should do that sometime. Maybe, maybe our like best award this year. We'll have we'll have the listeners vote at the end of the year. Best award. Maybe we'll do we'll... it at the All Star break, so we can so we can get it to get it to the stadium. Yeah. Hey, Tommy Canely, uh on on uh, the Boston series back in May, you won the She's Only Seventeen Award. Congrats. Mm. Enjoy. Enjoy. Gary, you I've won the Good left. Luck Having Kids Award. Ooh. <laughs> Nut shot. Chapman, you won Attack of the Slide Trombones. He's honored to win that one. That's. I think he'd like that. I think he, he likes, likes a good low brass award. Yeah, yeah. Troy Chulowitzki won the Asbestos Award. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> Should, said, we not, should we not send them that? No, no, we'll we'll we'll, we'll rub some asbestos all over it. Yeesh. It sounds mean. All right, what's your next award? People have been waiting forever. People have been waiting forever, James, and this award is the 
Put it down in my calendar award. Wow. Put it down in my calendar. I love that song. Put it down in my calendar. Gotta take the trash out on Sunday nights. Any guesses? No. Chad Green, bro. Ooh. Um, Jimmy, this was a theory that you were on early, that Chad Green likes to know when he's pitching. <laughs> um, and we, we've been giving you the numbers from Chad Green in a couple different ways. I'll, I'll go, um, I mean, the his past month of games since May 22nd, 13.1 innings, 22 strikeouts. 13.1 innings, 22 strikeouts, a 1.35 ERA. James, we're still undefeated on opener days, right? Six uh, and yeah, 0? six and zero, I believe. Five and zero. Um, in in those ten games, Chad Green appeared in. Uh, the Yankees are nine and one in those games. Obviously, not a direct correlation, but we we've seen how the opener can affect a game. And uh, whatever Mojo, him and Chester have going right now, we're confident in them, which which is pretty nuts. If if you remember Chad Green's start to the season. Um, Chad has been, I mean, lights out, lights out. I'm, I'm really interested in Chad Green, Domingo Herman, uh, days. Cause I think that could turn into something dirty. Um, I, Chad has been so good. Um, and we have been harping on it enough, but I, I, I don't think there's shame in going back to the well again. Cause he's been crazy good. Crazy good. So, Jim, here's here's some here's some a uh, couple more stats from Jake. Um, so, Jim, thirteen point one nice innings. Stats. Thirteen point one innings, twenty two strikeouts. That's nuts. Sure, one three five ERA. Yep, we get it. Jim, his BABIP, batting average on balls in play, four fourteen. So it's still super high. So he's even doing. <laughs> he's getting unlucky. And he's he still has these incredible numbers. So, Chad, bro. Chad, bro. All right, cool. Chad, bro. That ends the awards. We have a game set versus Toronto coming up, and then the London series, where I can't believe this is already here. You know, it's like we got to that point in the series. We're like, oh, shit, we're here. When when it – we're too close. But, like, when, when the All-Star break comes and goes, that's when I, I – I, see, I go from this, Jake. People are scoreboard watching right now. I go from completely not paying attention to it at all to then, like, I'm my dad in the first half. Once the trade deadline is looming, I go, I turn into my mother, and I'm just, like, uh, so worried, concerned, kind of, like, neurotic about, like, we better fucking win. I don't want this season to end poorly. I don't want this season to end poorly. But right now, I'm groovy. I'm good. Yeah, for the... For the last like six weeks of the season, you map out our starting pitchers, and you're like, okay, do oh, how's this gonna line up? How's this gonna um, line up? Yeah, you you become like a red tape on the wall crime scene detective, like what's going on? But right now, like that's why I don't allow myself to look at the standings beforehand because I I just need to be like enjoy the first half of the season. Like this is all all, all gravy, all fun. Now I'll get crazy. Yeah, it'll uh, it's uh, and and it you're right. I mean the the attitude does change though because then it's like. All right, we've got two weeks to add an arm. What kind of caliber is it going to be? And then who's healthy? And let's let's ride this crazy train to the playoffs. It, it kind of it goes from like 
we're we're in the season to like what's what's the uh I'm I'm missing the old military battle down the hatches? No. Bury anchor down the hatches? Anchor down the hatches, yeah. Yeah, that's I don't know if anyone's ever said that. It's not anchor down the hatches. Batten, no. batten down the hatches? Batten. What word is that? Down the hatches. Uh, it's batten down the hatches, yeah. The f- what the hell is that? It's to secure a ship's hatch tarpaulins, especially when rough weather. I don't know what... I feel like that's a... F- I feel like that's a phrase everyone knows, but I don't know any of those words. Mm. Well, batten. Yeah, what's batten mean? But it is batten down the hatches. That's the term. So the if de- you want to leave a review, you could do that. Did did the jimmies come to your back? We had some jimmies come to my back. It's not that popular of a name, so but we did have three Ooh. jimmies come to my back. Backpedaling hard, quick. No, no, dude. That's why I want to name my son Jimmy, because it's not a popular name anymore. Okay. It's not. And it's kind of your name. It is my name. Batten. There's a connection there. Batten is a long, flat strip of squared wood or metal used to hold something in place or as a fastening against the wall. That's Yankees baseball, baby. No, we have to do our Edwin Encarnacion home run call. Let's do it. So our patrons, our Patreons sent in, and and Edwin's home run call is Una Celebración. For Edwin Encarnacion, which is fantastic because it's it's actually really good. But he says Una, which I think it should be Un, is what I was told. And then okay. like he says four instead of para, which would be four, right? Like it's like a Spanglish, which I like. It's pretty good. It's it's not bad. It's it's solid. You you and I, I mean, sometimes we get greedy and we want it to be as weird as possible, but it it's good. I think that's a solid one. But we had people send in theirs. I have two written down. I think I have one written, one that I think is like really good and weird. The other one, uh, I liked it, but it's it's a little simpler. But I choose a winner. You choose a winner. And then if we have the same one, they win. If we different, it goes to the Talking Yanks Twitter account for a poll. Wow. How about uh, I? I was. How about you give me your two, and I I get the old I get the almighty stamp. This is the finals. Why, you don't have one chosen? I've got a couple out there. So you don't have a you don't have like your top? I've got some top. All right, well you gotta we gotta give our, our top each, and if it's the same, then they win. Okay. My top was Big Ed puts that one to bed. And Carnacion Walk that parrot home. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> That's uh. <laughs> but walk that parrot home would be kind of funny. Walk that parrot home. That's pretty good. That was my top. Okay. Um. I do. I like the parrot voice one, Jim. I don't know if that's because I I secretly like my parrot voice. But I don't know. That one's so silly. <laughs> that one's so stupid. It is high. It is high. It is far. It is far. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Could you imagine Sterling doing that? I can't. That's part of the problem. That, that would, 
They might. I think they'd shut it down. I and I really do like how they pivot off that and they go, "Oh my heaven, it's Edwin!" And Carnacion trots his parrot around the bases. There's a lot of parrot play. Is that your final? Those are, are those the two going to, going to the, uh, the polls. Give it to the people. Emmy had one. A, a shout out that was just Eddie. Rock steady, and I I like that as like one line, but I feel like it needed a second line to carry it home. Yeah, that that one's that one's pretty real. Like that that made John Sterling's big board. <laughs> he does not have a big. Board. He didn't have a second line though. That's why I got run, That's why I got ran out. Encarnacion, uh, walk that parrot home. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, People get mad about these things. Yeah. Like they let it ruin their time. That life's too short. That Sterling has fun with saying dumb shit. Uh, anyway, yeah. Well, I guess we'll put those to a poll soon. I'll have intern Luke do it tomorrow. Nice. And that is the end of this a long episode because it's a four game set. We appreciate you guys for hanging with us. We will be back tomorrow with the voicemail show. 908-845-5792. Call in, leave a voicemail, uh, and we will uh, get to that tomorrow. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Go tell all your friends to listen to Talking Yanks, and we will be back tomorrow. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>